Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This morning on the third hour of today, multivitamins and memory. A new study finding one pill a day could help prevent memory loss. What we need to know. Plus, it's kickoff with Kornacki, previewing an epic weekend in the NFL playoffs. Our man in khaki, Steve Kornacki, talking rivalries, history, and favorites to win it all. And don't sweat it. We're celebrating National Sweatpants Day in our style file with comfy looks you can wear at home or for a night out. Today, Friday, January 19th, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. What day is it? Friday. That's right. I'm Al along with Mel. Craig Dillon is off golfing down in Orlando. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for being with us. Once again, we are heading into a bitter cold weekend. Mm. And we got some snow to talk about. Take a look. Uh, This puts the white in the White House. Uh, We've got snow there looking very nice. A little dusting of uh, snow. For a while, uh, Reagan National Airport was closed down. Is that bad? Yeah, it was that. It was caused, you know, they had to really space out the planes, things like that. 31 degrees, wind chill of 24. Now let's uh, take a look. Uh, I-95. Or I should say inside Philadelphia, oh, downtown really? Philadelphia, your old stomping yeah. grounds. Uh, 27, 18 degrees right Looks now. Like the same the street as the Comcast building. It, it, not quite. No. Not too far, but, but not, not too quite. Far from there. So, yeah. uh, anyway, so he, of course, the snow is going to be relatively light, except for the lake effect snow, okay. which is going to be a problem. But look at these, look at t- uh, the, the wind chills over the weekend. Uh, it's going to feel oh. like minus nine in Burlington, Vermont on Saturday, four above in DC, minus 10 on Saturday in St. Louis, minus four on Amarillo, uh, on Friday. The good news, guys, is that uh, as we get toward the middle of next week, temperatures will it's shift. We'll better. get a pattern shift and temperatures will start. I have a term, a meteorological term that I want to ask you about. Yes. I should have asked you years ago. When you say lake effect snow, yes. is that just snow that comes off the lake? Well, it's it, it. we've talked about this in that the Great Lakes, right? In fact, now that they're not ice covered. Mm-hmm. So the cold air blows across, across the warmer waters okay. of the lake, picks up moisture, comes back over the land. That moisture cools off and drops the snow. So with the leeward side of the, the eastern end of the yeah. lakes, that's why you'll see heavy snow in Cleveland, uh, south of Chicago, uh, Watertown, uh, New York, those places. You'll have a quiz uh, in an hour. You just taught a lot of people something. Because yeah. I, I, I've heard the term for years and I've never... I'm sorry. If we understood it. Yeah. There you go. So, thank you. Thank you. Anytime. All right. Well, now to some really encouraging medical news today. As we get older, we can all relate to being a little more forgetful. Well, a new study from Mass General Brigham finds that daily multivitamin could actually help prevent normal memory loss and slow down our cognitive aging. So here to tell us more about these findings is NBC medical contributor, Dr. Tara Narula, a cardiologist at Lenox Hill Hospital at Northwell Health. Good morning to you. Good morning. You know what? We've talked about multivitamins a lot, and people have wondered whether they're you know really worth it. But this time, it shows it could have some value when it comes to our memory. Yeah, it's true. And you know, we know so many Americans take them, about a third of Americans. They've been around since you know the 1940s, and we don't normally recommend them for right. things like cancer 
prevention or cardiovascular disease. But this new data does suggest that there may be benefits. So this was a very large nationwide study, high quality study that looked at about 5,000 older Americans over the age of 60 who got a daily multivitamin or placebo. And they found that those who took the daily multivitamin did have slowing of cognitive aging by the equivalent of about two years. And this was both two years. Two years. Yeah. This was both global cognitive function, which really means things like your reasoning skills, attention, planning, and also what the researchers call episodic memory. So your ability to recall day-to-day life events. They then looked at a smaller group, a sub-study of that group that got just in-person assessments of their cognitive function. And they too showed benefit when it came to that episodic memory. Now we always want to point out some limitations. This was predominantly a white population that was studied. So it does need to be reproduced in more broad ethnic diverse groups. It was Centrum Silver. Ali, I know you take that. So we don't know if that applies to other formulations of multivitamins. He does have a great memory. I I frequently comment. I was like, wow, you remember that? That might be your Centrum. How long? How many years have you taken it? About two years. Okay. Every day. Yeah. How long do, do we know in this particular study when they started taking the multi? It was like two years. This was like, you know, the patients had a cognitive assessment baseline and then at two years. Oh, so they saw some Ask of these benefits question. sort of Is early on. Downsides? Yeah. Are there any? Yeah. yeah so we think of multivitamins as, <laughs> as being I'm curious. very safe. Um, you know, it's always good to show what you're taking to your doctor because some of yeah. these supplements can have... Uh, more harmful effects. In particular, if you're taking very high doses of things like vitamin A or C or E, sometimes that could be problematic. Mm -hmm. But in general, multivitamins are safe. And the real value from a public health perspective is that they're affordable, um, they're accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, And so if they really are as effective as this research would suggest, this could have a real broad impact. We don't currently have any FDA-approved intervention for asymptomatic older adults to slow cognitive aging. Mm -hmm. So this could be really groundbreaking. So should... No, no offense to Al. <laughs> should younger people at the table also should we be taking, taking a multivitamin as well, I or know. should we wait until we're fifty? You take vitamins, don't you? I do, but not a multivitamin. I don't take vitamins. I know. I, I took I, my I prenatals when I was pregnant. Yeah, That's it. they always say find it in your food. You know, right? Well, that is really the, a good way, right? Because yeah. we know food is filled with those micronutrients, vitamins, minerals. So that's okay. definitely important. And the question is, yeah, I mean, should some of us who are younger start taking that? I don't think we know, mm. but certainly because it's safe, there could be benefit. It's well, I'm going to do what you. Soup. It can't hurt. Yeah, I'm going to do what you do. What are you going to do? I think I might start taking One of the things to help you uh, also with your memory is to limit alcohol. As I look at the guy with a beer on it. I, know, what, I didn't well, know you were allowed to do this it, it, in well, the morning. Well, we had a beer last hour and I and we waste so much beer here. I always feel bad. <laughs> so I just, you drink it. I keep it yeah. through the top waste of the night. Some people are doing dry January. I'm doing a moist January. Uh, I see that. I see so, that. Yeah. Only you would use the word moist. Yeah, for that. <laughs> But Save your judgment, Dr. No, Al, is, Al is right, though. Lifestyle interventions play yeah. a real big role. And so things like limiting alcohol, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> avoiding smoking, exercising, eating Those a healthy all diet, matter. all, all right. matters. Yes, yes. It's all still good. really interesting. And we're talking to your doctor about Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Weekend. You too. Thank you. Uh, we are heading into a busy weekend for sports fans. And this morning, we have a, a look at some new high-tech security systems that are in place at major stadiums. NBC's senior tech correspondent Jake Ward is here with a look at how artificial intelligence is actually keeping us safe. We spend a lot of time talking about the downsides of AI. Yes, sure. This is actually an upside. I know. Typically, I bum you out with these kinds of stories, but this is a good one. I, I promise. You know, good morning. We, we have all been to a stadium or a theme park, right, and experience that dread of, of going through security. You got to empty your pockets. You got to empty your bag. You walk through a metal detector. And sometimes you got to do all of that with kids. Well, 
Now, new AI-powered weapons scanners are looking to speed things up, and many people do not even realize they're there. With a record-breaking summer for concerts, and at the height of football season, there's an effort underway to modernize how venues keep fans safe. Here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the Atlanta Falcons, this $1.6 billion facility is full of technology like a robotic security dog and a biometric system that scans faces rather than tickets. And most of the nearly 70,000 people here on game day do not realize they have just been searched for weapons. Did you realize that you were being screened for, for weapons today? No. No, I didn't realize not that. No. These evolved scanners use AI to detect the specific magnetic signature of a firearm and ignore phones and keys. You see the lights on the back stay green. Unless there's an alert, they go red, and then that shows up on the screen for the operator. Today, the system pulls aside the head of security, who's carrying a fake gun for our benefit, and points staff at the exact spot on his body. It's not just this guy. It is this guy, right side, hip. Exactly. That's the benefit of the AI. Without frisking, wands, or lines, Evolve says their scanners can screen thousands of people an hour. And while Evolve screenings are not as thorough as airport security, one of the goals here is to keep people moving. We have about 700 school buildings using our technology. And the idea of being able to be screened, but also get to your desk and be ready for the school bell is really, really important. That we should be able to live in a society where that can happen. Evolve has had trouble detecting certain kinds of knives, but Mercedes-Benz Stadium's vice president of security says that is not his top concern. I'm not as worried about grandpa's knife. We have the resources to deal with that. In reality, we're looking for what we say, the bang and boom. A, a firearm, firearm, an explosive. Yeah. Venues are trying to find the balance between convenience and safety, and ticket holders here are also trying to determine where they draw the line. Like, are you used to waiting in line at a facility? Yeah, the line is quicker. Yeah, it's more expeditious. Now, of course, regulating firearms is always a very hot-button issue, and, you know, regardless of your stance, this is the thing, right? We're in this singular American moment, right, where people want to be able to lawfully own a firearm, yep. but they do not want to go to a game where people are carrying those firearms, mm-hmm. and they do not want to stand in line. And it's That's those true. three things together, right, yeah. that have come together to make this kind of technology possible. Now, they say it doesn't work all the time. Nothing is 100% safe. Mm-hmm. It also misses some knives every so often, but they say knives are not a problem we're worried about. We can handle that. We can, you know, what we care about is explosives and firearms, and this thing does an amazing so job effect. at doing that. A layered effect and much, much better than a metal detector. And I imagine the technology will just get better over time as well. That's right. It gets, it gets, it basically teaches any one stadium that has a, a somebody walks through, all of the stadiums are learning because the AI is learning. Like I love you said, oh you said you're probably going through it at a number of places, but you don't even realize. Well, they can build it right into the architecture, and you would never even I'm know here for it, it on okay. that one. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Jay. Appreciate Thank it. Appreciate you, Jay. it. All right. Well, coming up in our Consumer Confidential, the biggest financial scams on the rise. How to spot them before you become a victim. And then later, Steve Kaki Kornacki is standing by at the board to break down the NFL playoff action this weekend, including a new chapter in an old rivalry. We'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. morning in our Consumer Confidential, how to spot financial scams. The Federal Trade Commission says in 2022, look at this, one in five people fell for an imposter scam, costing them about $2.6 billion. Even Bravo's Andy Cohen recently revealed on Today that he was the victim of a scam. So we have CNBC's senior personal finance correspondent, Sharon Epperson, here to tell us how to protect ourselves. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's almost like a thread through the show because we just had Jake Ward here talking about, well, thanks to technology and AI, we can make us safer. But that same, you know, all this technology is also making it easier for scam artists to make us feel like, you know what, wait, this, this bill collector, this debt collection business, this might be legit. Exactly. So we're thinking that that's something, they say something that makes them think they know us. Mm -hmm. So this has to be a legitimate company. But the thing you need to know is if they're intimidating you, if they're putting pressure on you to pay, and if they're giving information that you don't know how they really got that information, Mm -hmm. that's a red flag. So if they're claiming that they owe your money and it's a fake company and there's harassment, intimidation involved, don't do that. What you need to do is know that no one, no debt collector can contact you except between the hours of 8 a.m., and 9 p.m. your local time. Okay. And if you've set up parameters already with the debt collector about how they contact you, that's the only way they can do it. Also, if they're disclosing financial information to you or asking you for financial information and you have not verified that that's actually the debt collection agency for the creditor that you were working with, Mm -hmm. then that is another red flag. You need to contact the original creditor and make sure they're working with that debt collection company before you disclose any of the financial information. Because that's the thing, isn't it? So for some people, they haven't paid it in so long. It's out of their hands. And so they don't know who is trying to collect the debt. Exactly. So making sure that those two companies are connected is important. Sure. Let's talk about some specific uh, type of scams here. Let's start with the grandparent scam. What is that and how do we avoid that one? That's been around for a long time. Someone pretending to be your grandchild. Oh, that's the one of the key factors of elder fraud. But it's worse now because of AI and advanced mm-hmm. technology. Okay. All it takes is five or ten seconds to someone to, to get a voice print of your voice and then use that to create the scheme that they want to say they're in trouble, they need money, and can grandma or granddad help with that? So the imposing that way is a way that those grandparent scams happen. The way to get around that is not to answer any call or text from a number that you don't recognize. If someone that, that says that they're the grandparent, call them back and say, okay, let me call you back. Or come up with a safe word, some word oh, between the two of you that you know when you call that that's really them. And then also, if you're concerned, there may be a family member or friend that you can text or call call to say, are they even home? Have you seen them? Could they possibly be calling me? Just so you know it's legit. That's good. Here's the one I kind of interesting, the, the romance scam. So how people put so much information on social media through dating apps. People feel like they know one another, right? So they develop a relationship and they gain their, their trust. And then you ask that love interest, well, I'm in a tight spot right now. Could you just send me some And then that's how that scam happens. And so it's very important, again, red flags. If someone in your family or friend says, 
You may want to check this person out, right. listen to them, do that. Don't share any of your information on these accounts that's financial or really personal identification information. And don't send money or packages for someone just because they've asked. Oh. We have time for one more. Let's talk about the FTC saying that the in- investment-related scams are the most costly type of fraud. What do we need to know about cryptocurrency scams? $3 billion in terms of losses for people with investment scams. And crypto is a really big one. It's actually a very big one with romance scams, too. People either ask for payment in gift cards or in crypto. So if someone's asking you for a payment in crypto, that could be a red flag. But often it's someone asking you to invest, saying, I'm an investment manager. I'm going to triple your money. I'm going to tri- quadruple your money. That that's a red flag. So what you want to do is make sure that you're doing your research and you're not just automatically putting money or or investing in crypto. You've researched the virtual wallet, the digital wallet, the virtual currency platform. You've made sure, too, that if it's a romance scam, there's dating, there's investment advice. Like you don't yeah. necessarily want to right. mix two up. Don't mix love and money or even <laughs> lust you know? and money. And, and you also just don't want to pay just because of you have an unexpected request asking you to pay for something. Right. People are just so trusting, even they, still. Yeah, but, you know, the most important thing, though, is to just discuss what we've just talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go back, tell you saw the segment. I'm going to tell my family members, my yeah. friends about it, because studies have shown that 80% of people that are just aware that these scams are out there don't get scammed. They don't get scammed. And if 40 percent won't lose money or won't lose their personal information, again, just by sharing this information. Yeah. There you go. Four Sharon, one, four one. I know, each one, teach one. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Epperson, thanks. Always. I love your shame. <laughs> I don't know where that came uh, Still to come, we've got another action-packed weekend in the NFL. So who better to break it down for us? But then the man, Steve Kornacki, he's ironed those khakis. He's plugged <laughs> in the big board, breaking down all the action. Quarterbacks to watch. History on the line. It's all coming up, baby. And she went from searching for the lost ark to showing off a hidden talent actor karen allen talks to me all about her passion for knitting third hour of today i'll be right back Chanel's surprised it's snowing out. Do you listen you know, to anything I, I always say? tell people, news people are the worst, because when the weather folks talk, that's when we, like, check our phones. And, oh, that's that hurts. I'm right here. I know. And I appreciate you so much. The snow's falling here in New York it's City. It's snowing. Dang. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend to watch some football, folks. Huge weekend at the NFL playoffs. Eight teams left in the division no, round, which means... Starting now, I'm going to listen. Nah, he took it personally. <laughs> it is time for kickoff with Kornacki. NBC News national political correspondent just a few days ago was talking about the Iowa caucuses now. <laughs> Steve Kornacki <laughs> taking us really inside right, the right, right, right. Welcome, Baxter. So let's get right into it. First matchups tomorrow. Who do we have, Steve? Who yeah, you got team? a couple of David versus Goliath contests on Saturday here. You got the Houston Texans. There were no expectations for this team this this year. Here they are coming off a crushing win over Cleveland last week. They beat them 45-14. Now going into Baltimore, going to be obviously a very tough environment there for the Texans, an indoor dome team coming up to the cold weather. The Ravens, the top seed they had last week off. They are going to be ready for this, you got to think. And then the Packers who dismantled the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys last week. Jerry Jones, saw those shots from him. He was in shock last week. The Packers advanced their reward for that. They get a trip <laughs> to play the San Francisco 49ers. A very tough road for them, but they get the chance. And you remember, it was just a couple of years ago, this same matchup in the playoffs. The Packers were the big favorite. The Niners came into Lambeau Field and upset them. Could the Packers return the favor now two years later? No. In fact, also the chance for history with the Texans, 
quarterback? This, well, is, this, this is the stuff that depresses me because I can remember <laughs> way back the first professional athlete who was actually younger than me, and oh. he actually retired this year. Oh, but, wow. uh, speaking of young professional athletes, C.J. Stroud last oh. week in beating, this is the Texans quarterback, in defeating Cleveland last week, the youngest and NFL quarterback ever to win a playoff game, his birth date, not to depress anybody out there, October 3rd, 2001. Wow. <laughs> and he was born. So you got C.J. Stroud, and then you got Lamar Jackson, the comparative veteran here. You look at the career stats. Uh, obviously, Jackson has been an electric quarterback. Stroud, look at these numbers for a rookie. Absolutely like amazing. And Jackson, yeah, look at that. I mean, you know, they talk about rookie of the year. How about MVP? Yeah. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, what you don't see on here, remember, a dual threat quarterback. Yes. So he's also run for over 5,000 yards, 29 touchdowns there. But what a season for C.J. Stroud. And now the ultimate test for him coming up. Let's talk about Sunday. Yeah, we got some good ones on Sunday, yeah, too. How about this? Well, we showed you this last week. Remember the icicle yeah, graphic yes, when we were yes. talking about the Kansas City game? Again, the Kansas City game gets the icicle graphic, oh. but they are not at home. They're playing at Buffalo. They had oh. the blizzard in Buffalo yep. last week. They're getting some snow. That's right. Lake, right? So lake effect a snow. A little more on top of I that. How you say that? But how about this? Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. in his career, yes. he's played in three Super Bowls. Those are neutral sites. Right. 12 other playoff games. Every single one of them has been a home game for him. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career he is going to go into a hostile environment in the playoffs and talk about a hostile environment. Buffalo in the winter, in the weather. So that's going to be an interesting one. And then you get the Bucks and the Lions. The Lions winning what was their third playoff game in 67 years. A second in 67 years last week. They're going for their third. It was their first one since January 92. And Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Coming into Detroit. You've got a Detroit, a Detroit trivia question for us. And I, in full disclosure, I suggested this, but I did not look up the answer. Okay. Okay. Here here we go. So we said it was January 5th, 92, the last time before last week that the Lions won a playoff game was over the Cowboys. And so we're asking you in 1992, (laughs) since they play at Ford Field, the Lions do, what was Ford's top selling vehicle in 92? The Mustang, the Taurus. The F-Series pickup or the Explorer? What Ladies thinking? first. I think it was the Taurus. <clears throat> Taurus. I'm going Taurus. I'm, I'm going to go F-150 even back then. Really? Interesting. I remember the Taurus was a good family car back in the, the back in the 90s. The answer is... Craig Wynn! Oh, you're right! right. That's really? That's America's truck. I had a 91 Ford Escort, and I just feel like yeah. everybody had an Escort. I had a 92 Ford Explorer. Really? Yes, yeah. I did. Steve, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Looking forward to the weekend, great. guys. Thank you. <laughs> when you head to New Hampshire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> By the way, you can watch that Bucks lions game right here on NBC and Peacock. Mike Tuico and the team starting that coverage at 2 p.m. Eastern. All right. All right. Well, still to come, if you're even thinking about a career change, listen up. We're going to tell you LinkedIn's top five jobs on the rise in 2024. But first, actor Karen Allen is known for her job as a movie star, a director, and a stage actor. But her real passion project is in a different kind of studio. We're going to show you that when the third hour of today comes right back. In the Berkshires in Massachusetts, there is a knitting studio that creates beautiful scarves and sweaters. But if you pull that thread, you'll find out the woman who's making them is a real-life movie star who's taken on quite a different role. It's just thrilling to me that I can make something with my hands that then another person loves. Karen Allen shot to fame with film roles like National Lampoon's Animal House. 
and Raiders of the Lost Ark. But when she's not on screen, she's in her studio with her first love. You started at an early age knitting. My grandmother taught me how to knit. I sort of imitated that love and, and, and then took it to my heart. And then I, I fell in love with just textiles. I would look at the way someone had designed a fabric or a rug and I would just think, oh my God, that's so beautiful. That early fascination led Karen to study textile design at the Fashion Institute of Technology. But after seeing a play, ended up on the road to Hollywood. I just fell in love with the theater. Suddenly it was everything by chance. I was studying at an acting school and I walked through the lobby and there's a little three by five card on the bulletin board. It said, feature film casting college age actors and actresses, send picture and resume. I popped it in an envelope just for the hell of it. Got a phone call and it was Animal House. A casting director went, you're my girl. Like that? Yeah. I was who she imagined the character was. They cast me in Animal House, which was amazing because I'd never worked in film in my life. From there, she took on one of the biggest movie franchises in history, Indiana Jones, landing the role of Marion Ravenwood. When you read the script, were you like, oh, this is, this is different. This is a different kind of... Well, I wasn't allowed to read the whole script. The scene that they sent me was the scene in the bar. They didn't know who Indy was going to be, so I, w- I auditioned with a couple of potential Indies. And a lot of women wanted to play Marion Ravenwood, and I was just one of, of many, many actresses that, that auditioned. And I guess I gave a good audition. I mean, they, I guess. They, yeah, I guess I did. I guess. That's, a little, that's an understatement. <laughs> Karen continued to act and direct while seamlessly creating clothing and accessories. She even returned to FIT, studying knitting machines until opening her own shop in 2005, Karen Allen Fiber Arts in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. The store sells Karen's knit garments as well as items from artisans all around the world. What made you decide to open up a place like this? Well, some of it had to do with my son. So after he was born, you know, lots of new questions arose. And I thought, what am I going to do with myself? Because the travel involved in filmmaking Mm -hmm. is very difficult with a child of a certain age. You don't want to be pulling them in and out of school all the time. When they're babies, it's the one thing. When it's babies, it's But when they're in middle school, high school. Yeah. So I thought, I've got to plant my roots here. It occurred to me that maybe if I ever wanted to make a line of knitwear. Maybe now is the time. It's one thing to create these these pieces, but it's another thing to open up a business in a, a store. Well, that's a whole other thing. I had no idea what I was doing. Really? Well, no, I'd never had a store before. It was really, for me, just breaking the ground all over the place. Whether in front of the camera or in her studio, Karen finds a common thread in all her pursuits. When we look at a Venn diagram, uh, movies, theater, textiles, what's the overlap for you? They're all things that I have true and deep fascination for. Somehow those three things seem to create a full meal for me, you know, a full way of, of navigating my, my way through life. 
That was great. That In was fact, good. I am wearing one of her scarves. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, and and uh, Karen has sent a scarf oh, for each of thank you. you. Thank you. And so that matches. Look at how that this matches oh, this each of what you're wearing. Beautiful. We had no idea. Karen, I love thank that. you. Thank you. That is nice. And here's the other thing. She is so multi-talented. Okay. I learned that she has another skill. She plays the harmonica. Ah, she nice. played used to play with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd when they hit up blues clubs. Really? She's been on stage with Willie Nelson. I, I, I'm, I'm in love with her. That, yeah. was, that was a treat. I could tell you yeah. guys really you guys really hit it off. And we're in love with these scarves. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you, thank you something we're coming up, if you're even thinking about making a career change, you'll want to hear the most in-demand roles on this year's LinkedIn Jobs Report. We'll have that coming up in just a second. And then later... Who says you can't look good and be comfortable at the same time? We are celebrating National Sweatpants Day with some (laughs) elevated looks in our style file. We'll be right back. That'll make you comfy. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. A lot of folks have made 2024 the year they plan to find a new job, or maybe you're just curious about what's out there. Well, this morning, we are breaking down LinkedIn's annual list of jobs on the rise. So here to reveal what's booming is LinkedIn Editor-in-Chief Dan Roth. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. We always love these lists. Uh, So let's get right into it here. Let's talk about maybe a snapshot of the job market as we start the new year. Absolutely. So a lot of people are looking, most people, in fact, are thinking about looking for jobs this year. Recent survey we did found 85% of people are considering a new job this year. 85% is a huge number, 27 percentage point increase from last year. So most people around you are probably at least have the itch to go look around. Mm. It is a tougher job market, though, they are entering than has been in a long time. Two applicants for every one job opening right now. That's a total flip from where we were about 18 months ago. 8.8 million jobs available now from companies. That's a load that we haven't seen since March of 2021. So fewer new jobs. People aren't losing their jobs. It's still very low unemployment, mm-hmm. but companies are not listing as many jobs as they once mm. had. That's so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about jobs on the rise. Uh, the top five jobs for 2024 that, that we think are going to be the most popular. Sure. So these are the top five showing up in our data. Chief Growth Officer, Government Program uh, Analyst, Environmental Health Safety Manager, Director of Revenue operation and then sustainability analyst. So these are the big jobs. I know we're going to get into all of them, but we can explain what the trends are behind these jobs. Okay, let's talk about that. So yeah. you said first off, role, uh, roles that drive growth. 
Yeah, so companies are having a harder time right now finding profits than they have had in a long time. It is harder to eke out those extra dollars. Mm -hmm. If you are somebody who can help a company do that, you are in huge demand. So these two roles are, the top two roles here are ones where you are helping a company enter new markets, Ah. get more efficiency out of your uh, companies. These are people who typically work with sales and marketing teams Mm -hmm. really closely. The idea is how do you get your customers to spend more and how do you find new customers? Recruiters still in demand. Now, recruiters are positions that are like canary in the coal mine. They're the first to get fired when things start getting going poorly, and they're the first to get rehired when industries come back up. So they're in huge demand in like healthcare, where there's still a lot of demand in mm-hmm. that industry. This grabbed my attention. More than two-thirds of the jobs on this list didn't even exist 20 years ago. We started the show today talking about AI. So yeah. are there any positions maybe in that area or perhaps? This is the hot space to be in. Really? So first of all, 80% of the jobs on our, our list this year are new to the list. 80%? 80%. These wow. weren't here last year. Now, 68% of them didn't even exist 20 years ago. There's a massive change going on in the job market, in the, in the world. A lot of this is being driven by AI. If you can get into AI, you should get into AI would be my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Number six on our list this year is... Um, the uh, artificial intelligence consultant. Number eight is somebody who is a artificial intelligence engineer. So one is a person who recommends yeah. what you do in AI. One is a person who actually does the work. Like, that needs to get they need how do you know if they're real? Uh-huh. <laughs> if the, right, that's a great question. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's one of those things where people don't understand it. So it's like, if you understand it, come on in. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to understand. The thing yeah. is, you have to bring this into your company. And so there is a demand for someone that can tell you what to do. These are great jobs, by the way. They wow. pay really well, like over $200,000 a year. They are there's a lot of flexibility. 50% of the jobs in these two in, in these two roles are either remote or hybrid. Wow. So if you want, if you can get into this, I would highly recommend getting into it. Mm-hmm. And it, we expect even more growth. It would seem absolutely. I mean, this is there's just the demand is just going to pick up. It is going to change how we do everything. Just out of curiosity, these into artificial intelligence jobs. Yeah. What's your background? What do you study in, in, in college? I mean, a lot of it is either if you want to be an engineer, you got to have a computer science degree. Okay. You need to understand how this works. Now, this is a new industry. So, and these are new areas for a lot yeah. of people. So it's not like there are people who have been around for 20 years who are experts sure. in this. You can become an expert pretty quickly. You can take online courses, especially in the consultant job. You don't have to be a technical wizard to be able to uh, be a consultant. God, oh, you're so Thank good. you. That's so really good. eye-opening. Yeah. You always learn something when you come. That's right. All right. Dan. Thank you, Dan. Good to see you. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Coming up, we're celebrating National Sweatpants Day in our style file with comfy looks for around the house and on the go. Third hour today. I'll be right back. Oh, it's been a cold week, so it's fitting that this Sunday is apparently National Sweatpants Day. Wow, who knew? Said no one did. Uh, So we're celebrating early in this morning's style file, and here to share her cozy advice. Editor-in-chief of InStyle Magazine, Sally Holmes, is back. Hey, Welcome Sally. back. Hi, Sally. Thank you. Great to be here. Who doesn't love a good sweatpants? Come on. Oh, man. It's all mine on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> Adults and kids. But the, the first model is going to take it up a notch because it's not really a sweatpant. It's a sweat skirt. skirt. Yes, Amber on my huh? team is wearing oh. this adorable sweat okay. skirt from H&M. I it? love this so much. I've been watching a lot of suits, much like everyone, I think, in America. And the pencil skirt Rachel Zane wears such an in office appropriate idea. This takes it up a cozy notch. I love the Mary Janes. Again, a secret cozy look with the platforms. So comfortable. She has this um, really elevating metallic shirt on top, pulls it all together. 
I, I love, love, love this for drinks, brunch. Okay. So that's cozy. cool. That's reasonable, too. Like, that's you know what I mean? 100% with sneakers. H&M? Run out of the house, go to the store, you look uh-huh. put cute. together. I and again, you I know. Yeah. You guys you might see that, that on Monday. That's uh, really cute. <laughs> Craig and I share something in common. Both our dads at one point rocked a tracksuit. That's oh. true. <laughs> that's true. Well, then, are they back? lucky for you, tracksuits are back. What? Oh, those are cute, though. Those are. These are amazing. They're totally throwback nostalgia. The athletic look so in right now. Um, Kevin on my team is wearing this amazing version from ASOS. That's cute. That's with the really sneak, cute. really, really cool. I mean, Kevin is also cool, uh, the fashion director, but he makes it look good for anyone. Yeah, it is. And then Sam, she has this monochromatic version. Again, so on of the moment, monochromatic. I feel like my 11-year-old daughter dresses like this every day. They yeah. all 100%. like. 100%. You know, you could almost get away, almost wear pajamas. Well, well, that's coming up, right? Do you wait? I was just about to say, yeah. let's go to this next one. Speaking of that, is there a way to wear pajamas during the day and people just not know? I have done it myself. <laughs> Kara on my team is wearing this super cute version from pajamas? Express pajamas. The trick here is the print. It makes it feel intentional. It's like you can roll right out of bed. Especially with that attitude. Yes. Are y'all, yes. Are, y'all punking, are y'all punking us? No. I can tell you, I myself have worn a pajama top with jeans to drinks. Oh, well, like a little, so, like a cute little. Yes, like a, you tuck it in. Yeah, you denim. tuck. tuck. Yes. If you're like, if you're like, I can't go full jammies. The gateway is top of the. It probably feels rebellious and comfortable, doesn't it? I bet. There you go. I don't know about people rolling around in pajamas. And she's kind of wearing slippers. And yes, she has a little heeled slipper just to make it feel again intentional. She has this like duster that makes her feel. Okay, now we got to bring out the sweatshirt dress. Okay. Okay. Tess is wearing the sweatshirt dress. Chanel, I think this one's for you. Uh, Oh, let me see. I have to tell you, this is officially Taylor Swift approved. She wore a sweatshirt dress last night. Again, with the coat. Oh, it's so cute. The texture jacket makes it feel elevated, put together. Yeah, I'm so here for that. Very cool. She has the little kitten heel boot. You can do boots or sneakers, either one. She's going somewhere. You want to know where she's going. That's very cool. She's going somewhere and you want to know if she's going to like that. Can can you wear sweats at work? You got something for that? A hundred percent. I call these secret sweats. Oh. Jonathan. Tell me about the secret sweat. Jonathan and Ava are wearing these secret sweats. Those are hot. Those are really cute. These bonobos pants that Jonathan is wearing, you might not think. I know Craig is like hot to trot on these pants. Both do. They are made of a jersey sweatshirt like material. So for all those people who have Craig's gonna go Craig is gonna can I, I'm gonna ask permission though. Can I <laughs> doesn't make it right. Ava's that's, are really see, that's nice. That's stretchy too. It's and got they, some gift those to those it. are really nice. It's a good color. They're great. And Ava's wearing a pair from Quince. Again, it has and that office that's a really cute. work appropriate vibe. She could yeah. go straight to the boardroom. You'd have no idea. No. I feel like so many of us have been, you know, doing that back to work transition, yes, back to the yes. office. You, you know, don't want to let go of the cozies that you were wearing when you were working from yeah. home. This is the way that. to do it. So this, this is, bring Sally, this is great. Real quick. Thank the models too. Love this is the skirt, okay. love well done, this, love that. Thank I, you. Al, I'm okay. waiting to see you on Monday in a pajama top. <laughs> I'm seeing polka dots. That's right. well, I've got some garanimals I'm gonna bring. <laughs> Sally, thank you. Thank, thank you, you all. Uh, to shop these looks and more, you know where to go. It's today.com. Slash shop. Third hour of today. Right back after this.
It may be getting colder outside, but that doesn't stop our amazing start today. Community. Here we go. Reception. Okay, let's shout out a few. Carrie is in New York, all smiles with a few walking buddies. Carrie! Next up from Craig's neck of the wood, Pam walking in South Carolina. Pam! And then we've got Denise hitting the road in Nebraska. Way to go, Denise! And Kimberly is walking with her pup who has a familiar sounding name, Bauer. Ooh, and finally, we have Marsha and her husband, Dave, bundling up and walking a few trails for their walk. Oh, Marsha and Dave. Dave. All right. Thank you to all of our fabulous walkers. And don't forget to scan the QR code if you want to sign up for our newsletter or we'll make it easy. Just go to today.com slash start today. Hey, we're going to start off next week in the third hour with actor Kyle McLaughlin live in Studio 1A. All right. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, the top travel destinations of 2024. All right, I'll see you tomorrow on Wild Child and Dylan. We'll see you on Earth Odyssey. Have a and great, we will see you Monday, weekend. we hope. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.